Hey, everybody. Welcome back to LettermanRow.com and Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast brought to you by Byers Automotive. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That's Spencer Holbrook. Ohio State has just landed commitment number 19 in the class of 2021 from four-star defensive tackle Tyleek Williams. We did uh, talk about him earlier this week, Spencer, um, and the possibility of this coming and sort of the uh, unexpected nature of it for a guy that has not really been discussed much, a guy that had his first conversation with Ryan Day on Monday night. Uh, but regardless, he's now a guy who is in the Ohio State uh, recruiting class. His commitment bumps the Buckeyes back to number one ahead of Alabama uh, and sets the tone, I guess, for a finish on the defensive line uh, where you look at the Buckeyes really going hard to pursue uh, JT Tuamalau and still working after Taiwan Malone. But this is about Tyleek Williams, six foot three, 320 pound defensive tackle, true. Uh, one tech type defensive tackle, but he's pretty quick. And you can see what Larry Johnson likes about him on tape. I think that's the biggest takeaway from this, right? Nobody had talked about him, but obviously Larry Johnson sees something he likes. If Larry Johnson doesn't see something he likes out of these guys, he's not going to let him commit when he hasn't met him. He hasn't uh, visited when Tyleek hasn't visited campus. There's obviously some sort of connect here that, that we hadn't been hearing about. And I think that's just the biggest thing to remember here, because like I said, the guy hasn't visited. He hasn't uh, talked to Ryan Day a lot, but there was a somewhere along the line, there was a good connection there and it led to a commitment. And uh, it's interesting to see where things will go from here. Well, what you see is that a player like Tyleek Williams, who obviously has a lot of upside, uh, he was not a player that has been talked about as like a huge national name. He is a, the number 10 ranked defensive tackle in the country. He is an all-American type player. Um, you know, of course, that's everyone Ohio State recruits. But what you see is a defensive lineman that understands the value of Larry Johnson. And, uh, you know, we see like there's one of these almost every single cycle with with Larry and it's. Jaden McKenzie, a guy like from North Carolina down the road from uh, where Williams is in Virginia, two cycles ago. Like, you just don't really expect the Buckeyes to be in that conversation because you don't hear the name being talked about. You don't really see a lot of the interest. You know, what we, what we would have noticed here probably is Tyleek Williams would have made an official visit in November. Everyone would have said, oh, it's no for no big deal. Then he would have signed with the Buckeyes, and it would have been um, like, oh, that's a surprise. But what it really underscores to me is the authority that Larry Johnson has inside of the recruiting room at Ohio State because unlike most of the other position coaches if Larry Johnson wants a guy he doesn't really need to ask for permission he says these are that's the guy he wants that's the guy he takes uh clearly he liked what he saw on Tyleek Williams and if you watch the tape and I recommend to listeners and watchers out there that you do again you see a, a six foot three 310 315 320 pounder depending on what day of the week it is I'd imagine a guy that has really quick feet uh, uses his hands really well. It doesn't play particularly uh, low pad level wise. And that's something he's going to work on at Ohio State, no doubt. But there's a lot of upside. And I, I mentioned the other day, and I think that you could see him being like a Devon Hamilton type of player down the road. Uh, that real big body in the middle that is explosive off the snap, um, but isn't necessarily going to be like a flashy, dominant interior lineman. And, you know, Devon Hamilton was a third round pick in the NFL draft. Well, you see the way the Larry Johnson said in this class up. You got Michael Hall, who's been pegged as the best defensive tackle prospect out of Ohio in the last decade. You've got Jack Sawyer, five star, no brainer, uh, Zach Harrison esque recruit to land for the Buckeyes. And then you just fill in the missing pieces from there. You need another defensive end in this class eventually. That's where JT Tuamalau could come from. You, you need a true 
defensive tackle in this class because you don't know what's going to happen with Tommy Togiai and Teron Benson, those guys. You, you can slide Tyleek Williams in there. It, the way he's filling out this class is really meticulous, I think, because he gets to pick and choose who he wants because he's got that much prowess on the recruiting trail right. and uh, or that much uh, cachet on the recruiting trail. So he gets to pick and choose who he wants. He fills in the blanks where he sees fit. Obviously, there's a fit for Tyleek Williams because, like I said, You've got a defensive end that's going to be a no-brainer, all-American type player, Jack Sawyer. You've got the three-tech that could could play there, could play one-tech if he gets bigger, and Michael Hall. Now you put a true nose tackle in there, you add another defensive end, you got an entire defensive line in this class, and you're really starting to fill out the room for the future. Yeah, and, and again, I think what you see and what's going to be interesting to watch here is how this uh, unfolds because Tyler Williams has not visited Ohio State, as you said. He, that makes him the third player in this class to never accept a foot on campus with the Buckeyes before committing. And you ask yourself, you know, how does this recruiting world change over the next few months, right? I mean, right now we're in this recruiting dead period that's still set to extend through the end of September. The belief amongst people I talk to is that that dead period could last into December. And if that's the at least December, let me preface, let me asterisk that. If that's the case, what you're talking about here is Travion Henderson, Tyleek Williams, Denzel Burke, three players committing to Ohio State that they're going to try like hell to sign in December and not sure if any of them will ever get on campus. Now, there has been some talk out and about in the in the world of the Internet, like that if the Big 12 and PAC, or SEC and ACC are playing football, that they're going to be able to host recruits and have all this stuff going on and Ohio State won't be able to. And that's just not accurate. So let's be clear. A recruiting dead period is going on and that means no one's hosting recruits. It doesn't matter if they're playing games on their campus or not. So for Ohio State, it's a wait and see approach to see how you organize these kids. I did talk to Travion Henderson on uh, Wednesday night and just briefly checking in. And, you know, he said he's just waiting to make sure there's a weekend that works for Jack Sawyer for him to to come up and, and hang out and get to know Columbus. That's not like in the Buckeye bash thing that Jack's been talking about. This was Travion saying he was just going to do that on his own just to come up and get familiar a little bit with Columbus, which I think is a, an important idea and an important thing for him to do for Ohio State fans and their belief or worry that he could end up flipping at some point down the road. And I think it's funny, Spencer, like we talked about that Sooner Summit thing and there was all this talk last week uh, on the Oklahoma message boards. And yeah, I, I read a lot of other teams' message boards. And quite frankly, uh, I regret it every single time. But the uh, talk was that there was going to be this super secret visitor for Oklahoma. And all the, uh, there was a lot of fans hope, you know, postulating that it was going to be Travion Henderson's. Another group thought it was going to be Evan Pryor. I, I don't know. Oklahoma fans at this point think that they are going to poach every Ohio State commit they want. And I don't know where that idea comes from, as though Ohio State is some second tier program that you can just. As if Ohio State's Texas or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Travion has never been to Ohio State. He's certainly not going to fly across the country and visit Oklahoma before he visits Ohio State. I'm not saying he'll never take another visit anywhere else. I- I'm not saying he's going to either. I don't think he will, but I'm saying that. Trust me when I say that the first place Travion Henderson goes to make a on-campus visit where there's no coaches involved is going to be Ohio State. Like, that's the case. But either way, don't worry if you're an Ohio State fan that the Buckeyes are going to be sitting at home with their thumbs 
firmly planted in their posteriors while the rest of college football is recruiting. Like that's not going to happen. If teams are allowed to recruit, if teams are allowed to go uh, out on the road, if the dead period is over, Ohio State will be recruiting. The coaches will be on the road. They will go visit schools. They will go see kids play who are, who are playing around the country in states that are playing. And they will, st- they will welcome kids to campus without football being played if the dead period gets uh, wiped out before the end of December, which again, my personal belief and people I've talked to at Ohio State that know these things think it's going to be probably at least through December. So how, how the hell do we fill out a recruiting class, Spencer? with a dead period for nine months. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Um, but they've got number 19, Ohio State, number one class in the country um, with a canceled football season and no recruiting visits. Um, you know, Alabama still chugging along on this recruiting trail, but they're playing. They're using yeah. the chip that they get to play football as their recruiting chip. And Ohio State's still still to be up there, have no uh, decommitments other than one guy who wasn't, it wasn't even related to the cancellation yeah. of the season. It's pretty impressive what they're doing right now. And uh, to just to even add to it, just a couple of weeks after the season gets canceled to add to it, go, go down uh, into a, an area that they're really becoming familiar with and, and poaching a guy, a top 200 player. It's impressive nonetheless. Yeah. There's been so much talk Spencer and we'll just round up this episode of talking stuff uh, with this, but, and I'm guilty of it. I think a little bit in thinking that the big 10 is going to suffer pretty badly uh, if they don't play football and these other conferences do. And that by proxy, Ohio State would therefore suffer as well. And the more I have sat back and watched and talked to recruits, like I just don't think that's the case. I think that the Buckeye brand is big enough to survive that sort of um, catastrophe that the Big Ten is putting itself in, uh, where most of the schools in the league are not. But Ohio State certainly is. And I actually think that, um, ironically, like there was this thought that this could potentially bring the Buckeyes back to the pack in the Big Ten. And maybe that will happen next year because, you know, the Buckeyes are going to – right, because the Buckeyes are going to lose a lot of kids that didn't get to play their, you know, next season. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they'll – maybe if they play in January or December, you know, January through March, it'll – It'll tighten the gap a little bit. But long-term, I think this actually will expand the gap even more for Ohio State. Yeah, because Ohio State's one of the programs that can, well, let's put it bluntly, can afford this um, more than the other schools. Ohio State's going to suffer a lot, but they can afford it more than the other schools. Then they'll have a quicker financial recovery more than the other schools. Yeah, I don't think it's like a 10-year knock for the Buckeyes. I think it's – for the Big Ten, I think it's a devastating blow. But for Ohio State specifically – I think maybe we'll revert back to what we saw in the Jim Trestle years of the Big Ten, which is when the gap between the Big Two and the Little 12 was so much wider than it is now. So who knows? Anyway, that's Spencer Holbrook. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast. The Buckeyes have commitment number 19 in the class of 2021 from Tyleek Williams. Stay tuned to Letterman Row as we talk more about that and all the other news around Ohio State recruiting over the next few days. could be another commitment coming for Buckeyes fans uh, within the next week. May it, not in 2021, though. Anyway, talk to you guys later.